The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, coming to you from SoapCentral.com headquarters in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, this is the 2011 Dankies Awards with your host, Dan Kroll. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Hey, everybody, it's your host, Dan Kroll, coming to you live for our very special edition of Soap Central Live as we preview some of this year's SoapCentral.com Awards winners, otherwise known as the Dangies. <laughs> Hey everybody, it is me again. I thought that since all the award shows seem to have someone with a foreign accent to introduce their broadcast, I thought I'd give it a shot here on the Dankies. This is, after all, the first time that we've done any sort of awards broadcast in, what, the 15 or so years that we've actually had the Dankies. I didn't want to run over budget, so I had to step in and do the voice, and, well, you heard how it went. So, are you ready to Danky? I don't know why I'm waiting for you to respond. I can't hear you. But are you ready to Danky? Well, good. Because earlier in the week, I had the opportunity to speak to some of the actors and actresses that you, the fans, voted for in this year's Dankies. Over the course of the next hour, you'll hear what they had to say about being winners in this year's SoapCentral.com awards. You know, it didn't surprise me that everyone I spoke to was honored to have been selected as the best because it comes from you, the fans. But I really was touched by their sincerity. You'll hear from one winner who said that if it were not for the fans, she probably would not have her job. Just a reminder, though, you won't find out all of this year's winners on today's show. For that, you'll have to tune in to SoapCentral.com beginning Monday, March 7th, when all of the winners are announced. That's also the date when the All Soaps ballot will open. It's sort of a steel cage match between all of the winners and all of the categories from all of the soaps. So you'll get one more chance to cast your votes to help determine the best of the best. And if you voted in this year's Dankies, why not give me a call and you can find out if your favorite star ended up as one of our winners. The number is 866-472-5788. I can give you the results here on the air between interviews with the stars, or maybe you're just curious who came out on top in a particular category. Again, the number is 866-472-5788. So what do you say we get this show off to a sizzling start? with one of this year's hottest male star winners. From All My Children, Jordi Villasuso. Take a listen. My first guest is an Emmy winner who got his start in daytime as Tony Santos on Guiding Light, but he traded in his gun and mob ties for scrubs and a stethoscope when he joined All My Children last year as Dr. Griffin Castillo. And according to the results of this year's SoapCentral.com awards, 
There are a lot of you out there who wouldn't mind playing doctor with Jordi Villasuso, but there'll be none of that today because this is business. So, Jordi, thanks so much for taking some time out to talk to me today. Thank you, Dan. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, one of the things I like to do when I talk to people for the first time is to verify that they are who they really are because uh, I understand that last year there was someone, I think, who was impersonating you on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, there was a guy, I think he had my picture on there, and uh, he was talking about my, my culture, my, my Cuban background, and he was saying how we ate all these dishes. I mean, he laid it on thick. Uh, so, yeah, I had to go through Twitter. I had to start up, like, a ticket. I guess you have to write up a ticket to get people off of Twitter and go through the whole process of kicking him off. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I have people on Facebook who, you know, impersonate me and stuff. So I, I do have a, a Facebook account that uh, that's pretty that I've been actually getting more involved in and getting more. I've never been as involved. I started a Twitter account now. I, I'm I'm in Facebook all the time, and I'm trying to respond to fans as much as possible. So, so I am. So people can well follow there. you. They're, 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 you really are now on Facebook and Twitter, so if someone's following you or friending yeah. you, it's it's not a, a fake person. No, it is it is me. That's good the to know. Me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so let's go back a little bit, since this is our first time talking. Uh, when were you first bitten by the acting bug? Oh, man, I, I've been wanting attention since I came out the womb. I think <laughs> I, I, I... It was funny, because my, my dad actually... My dad delivered me. He started as an OB, and then he went into anesthesia. Oh, wow. I come from a, I come from a family of physicians. My dad's a doctor. My brother's a doctor. My dad's brothers were doctors. It's just a lot of... It's kind of funny how the world works, and now I'm playing a doctor. Yeah, so uh, did you uh, talk to anybody in your family to get advice on how to operate remotely on Kendall Hart in a, the back of an ambulance? <laughs> well, they, they're not cardiovascular surgeons or cardiothoracic surgeons, I should say. Um, but there was something that, you know, the, a lot of the dialogue that I had to spit out early on was a bit tedious and, you know, my mouth wasn't used to using these, you know, big medical terms. So I really wanted to know what they actually meant and what it was, you know, they don't really, you know, the, the, the medical part of the show isn't that really specific. Mm -hmm. So I, I can get away with asking my father certain things and he has a wealth of knowledge that he'll just, he'll give me freely. And and very very much enthusiastically, he's really into. I mean, they watch the show, they love it, they love it. I'm playing a doctor, so for them it's. But when I when I was being born and my father was delivering me, I had the umbilical cord wrapped around my neck twice. Wow. You know, and uh, I was already causing trouble. So and and being a middle child, I think the attention bug is a big deal. Uh, so I always wanted attention. And I gravitated towards movies at a young age and was really into uh, storytelling that was very inspiring, that was moving and, and kind of had an effect on me as a, as a, as a young boy. Uh, my, my, family's are, my family is a Cuban exile family, came here with nothing, and then, you know, kind of worked their way up the, the chain and got educated and... Uh, uh, didn't know acting from Adam. They they were really kind of like this was a curveball thrown at them. So I had to prove myself in a certain way. So I did a school musical. I couldn't sing worth a damn, and uh, I landed the lead. And and then it was 
I got the support from then on out. And how did it come? I mean, you, you speak of wanting the attention. I can't imagine that anything is more dramatic than our daytime drama series. But how did it come about that you ended up on Guiding Light? Well, I have been testing for soaps at a very young age. I had been acting in Florida, in the industry in Florida, since I was like 12. And then I, through a manager that I had, she brought me up to L.A. and I had done representation out in L.A. And I had actually tested for Another World, landed a job, but they had canceled the show. And I guess I had, soaps really liked me, so I tested for Passions. I tested for General Hospital. I tested for... Um, I didn't test for as did I test for, I don't remember if I tested for as the world terms, but I tested for um, all these shows when I was uh, younger than 18, and then I moved to Los Angeles when I was 18 and did a couple things out here, and then tested for they they came out here looking for the part of Tony Santos, and uh, they flew me out to New York, and I tested for it, and I got the job out there. So I've been kind of in the soap world for a while, and then finally the right role fit and and that was the role that the tony santos role was was the role that that kind of took me off in 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 the soap world what was your reaction when you learned that guiding light was canceled i was sad i I didn't like how they how they took the show and kind of made it that the the quality had fallen apart the production value had fallen apart um it was very hard for me to watch because a lot of those those people taught me, uh, not only taught me a lot, but were friends, and uh, and their love, and they were just such a lovely cast. There were no attitudes. Everyone was, and I think one of the best things about uh, that you can actually see is, is the 60 Minutes interview really shows what the, these group of actors and the production team and the crew what they were about. I was pretty sad about it, I have to say, because that was my first. You know, that was the longest-running TV show in history. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of people lost their jobs and had to, you know, figure out other things to do. And uh, I don't think Guiding Light ever got the respect that it should have gotten from the network. You know, P&G owned it. I'm well aware of that. And it was the first thing that started up soap operas. But it never got the push from CBS that I think it deserved. Yeah, there were, of course, a lot of fans who were watching until the end were absolutely heartbroken when the show went off the air. So I'm sure that they'll find comfort in knowing that someone who was a part of that history was just as uh, sort of in the same boat as them. Yeah, for sure. I know they tried a lot of things to keep it on the air, but I think, and I had talked to Daniel Cosgrove, who's on my show now, and all Mm -hmm. my children about it, and he had been there when I started working there, and he said that the things that they were trying to do were very interesting and could have worked if it had been done before or given more time to work itself out. It was so new that they didn't really know how to handle it. It's kind of like, you know, a formula that takes time to kind of process and evolve into something, and they just, they weren't given the chance. Well, that reminds me, since they took risks, that reminds me, the first time that I actually got to see you in person was backstage in 2003 when you won your daytime Emmy. You surprised me by announcing that you were uh, leaving Guiding Light, but your statement was, you said, I don't want to be in a very comfortable position right now. I want to take risks. Uh, in, yeah. that, in that moment, 
what did you see as taking risks, and what did you see as, as being comfortable? I saw it as staying in New York and staying on Guiding Light and, and staying in this... That was my third year working there, and I think a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people, when you transition into a, a soap thing, it's so fast-paced that the muscles and your memory and your whole body and mind and spirit really function, start really melding together after like, almost after like six months to a year. For some it takes longer, for some it takes less. But I'd already gone to a point that I, as a young man, uh, very young, 22 years old, was like, you know what, I can do this. Let me see, let me see if I can go do movies. And that's something that I've always, you know, wanted to do and have done. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you care to look at it, it wasn't, it, it didn't shoot me at the right time or it wasn't the right time for me to do that. I, I was, trust me, man, I was very uncomfortable for a long time yeah. in, in, in LA, uh, actually probably the first, the beginning part of it. And then I kind of earned my stripes. And got over a lot of stuff that was my own thing, that I, my own kind of evolution that I had to take on as an actor, transitioning period. Um, and, uh, learned a lot about myself and about this, this world, LA and Hollywood that we live in. Was it difficult and for you? It was. It was very difficult. Uh, there were some personal things that were going on that were new to me and transitioning and, a lot of things so but I'm but ultimately I'm grateful for it. I really am because I think it made me more appreciative of the job and a humbler in the right kind of way I think I think it could have gone maybe it could have gone bad if I had just done everything right away uh, you know I think it's important for people to you know, yeah, I'm a guy that looks at the glass half full. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And I look at my life. At now I'm 29 years old. I'm a 29-year-old man. And, uh, you know, kind of what I stand for now is much different than I stood for at 22 years old. No, I fully uh, understand that. And I think that certainly those sort of things when you have to look at yourself or when you have to face some sort of challenges, it's how you handle those challenges that really make you into the person that you are. Right, and and people people look at me back home in Miami. I had some friend of mine say, "I don't know how you stuck to it. You know, wasn't it hard?" I go, "Hell yeah, it's hard. You know how many people want this gig? You know how many people want to be acting and 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 do it right and 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 have a career? It's hard as shit. Excuse my French, but you know, it's really uh, it's a challenge because first of all, I'm from I come from a place where it's like, not only do I want the job, I want to be really good at it. It's a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, and, you know, you got to kind of roll with the punches and face the rejection. That's all part of it. And, you know, sometimes your ego gets in the way and you know, face depression and all these things, but you just got to keep your feet moving at the end of the day. And you kept your feet moving, and you're in your new challenge on... All my children. So let's do a couple of things here. How did you find out about the role of Griffin Castillo, and what drew you to the part? 
Judy uh, and Julie did, the, you know, the casting director and the the, uh, the executive producer, they called me. I was doing a movie in Thailand, and uh, right when I came back, uh, my manager said they want to meet you. Wow. And that had never that had never really been the case. It always been like, oh, there's this part on uh, General Hospital. They want you to come read, but this was very loose. This was uh, this was like they just want to sit down and talk to you, which I love. Which kind of you know because it was always like. You know, I always felt like, you know, it's funny after winning the Emmy and and going through having the career that I did on Guiding Light or the run that I did on Guiding Light. My dad would say to me, you know, an Emmy, a daytime Emmy in Hollywood get, will get you maybe a cup of coffee. <laughs> but it's it's really like at the end of the day, they don't really. It doesn't hold that much weight. It's fine. It's nice, but. I don't think these uh, shows really look at it that way. And I was kind of a little thrown by that, I have to say. Hmm. So these were the first people that really kind of said, hey, come in, let's have a talk, let's see what you're about, and, and see, you know, if, we'll, if this will work out. So we had a great talk. I loved their energy. Uh, we talked about everything from what the schedule was like, what the character would be like, and uh, and then they tested me, and and I had known Alicia from years ago. We we actually talked about this the other day, uh, from years ago, from doing some charity or going to a party in New York together. And I had never forgotten her because I knew she was from Florida, and she's a beautiful woman, and and very kind and spunky and just funny and cool. So I was like, I always remembered her. When I came to the test, and we it was like we hit it off right away. And, uh, she was very generous and just very uh, made me feel very settled. So it was uh, it was a great it was one of my greatest experiences in going through you know kind of the jumping through hoops that you have to in terms of getting roles and stuff in in town. How familiar were you with all my children at that time? I was aware that my buddy Ricky Paul Golden was on it. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with it at all actually. Well, it's it's interesting because your character has some very interesting relationships with people in Pine Valley. Uh, Griffin admires David. He's possibly the only person ever in Pine Valley to really admire David. Right. I have a lot of. I think the character comes from a place of where he has a lot of respect for people who are experts and knowledgeable at their craft. Hmm. Um, and and really that you know. There's kind of a personal separation, kind of like an admiration on a professional level. Uh, it says in this one of the stories that, you know, he didn't really know him on a personal level. And we do see them, and they will later on interact a bit more, but we do see them. Uh, and I think Griffin will sooner than later figure out what this guy, David, is really all about. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's it's... It, it, it makes for great drama, and and I love working with Vincent, and I look forward to it. I look forward to that kind of relationship. You know, I I come from a place where I played a lot of these kind of dark, brooding, gangster type characters, mm -hmm. and I love the fact that I finally got to play a professional, nonetheless a doctor, yeah. which is uh, pretty serendipitous, I think, of everything that you know what my family stood for, where they come from, and kind of what I wanted to play. You mentioned your family before and being a middle child, but one of the things I've noticed on screen 
is that you and Lindsay Hartley have some amazing chemistry. Watching the two of you, I, I really believe that you've grown up as brother and sister. Uh, did you click instantly when you first met each other? Lindsay called me when I was when I started working there before she came. I think it was like the first month. She, I get this uh, announcement on the intercom saying, Jordi Velasco, will you please come to the makeup room? And I'm like, okay. So I, you know, come over there not thinking maybe I need to touch up or something. And it was Lindsay. I had never met her, and she's like, Hey, I just want to get to know you because we're playing brothers and sisters. Wow. I was like, All right. Well, this is what I, I was kind of thrown by her. I was like, All right. Well, you know. And after that, listen, she is a doll. I love working with her. She's so much fun to work with. It's interesting because relationships on the show, I'm new to Pine Valley, and she allows me to come from a place where it's more relaxed and uh, I can be, I can open up to her hmm. rather than keep my guard up or, or have to deal with someone on a professional level. We get along great. I really respect her work ethic. She's always prepared. She's always fun. And uh, it's very easy. It's very easy. So what you see on screen is pretty true to life. Hmm. That's It's really good to know because, like I said, it, it really does equate. But something that may not have been easy, and I do want to give you the chance to talk about it. I'm sure, even though you said you weren't familiar too much with All My Children, I'm guessing that you probably knew that Zach and Kendall were one of All My Children's most popular couples. And I'm curious, was there any trepidation on your part going into a situation where your character could potentially be compared to another character? Or did you really have no idea what was going on? What's so funny is that I had no idea. Really? Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank God I had no idea early on because that would have... That, I think that would have been my demise. It was, uh, I actually started looking into that, um, I'd say like a month ago, maybe. Wow, uh, really? Yeah, and was thrown for a curveball because I'm not, I don't really, I try not to come from that place of looking at other people's work. And uh, I, the way that, and to be, be honest with you, the way that I had looked at it was I was reading an interview. Someone had emailed an interview that I had done, and then I saw the comments after it, and, and fans were very upset that I was replacing this guy and just, you know, wrote some some things that didn't sit well with me. Hmm. And uh, it affected me. And, you know, I, I try not to do that. I think my curiosity got the best of me, and, 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 it, and it kind of, it, it, it kind of bothered me in a sense. So I, I actually sat with uh, with someone from the show, and, and we talked about it. We had a great talk, and 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 then I, I and I actually think that Zach was a Torsten uh, was a tremendous talent. He's fantastic, and you know, listen, we're two different people. I'm playing a completely different character. Right. Uh, he's a much older man than I am, you know, and and you know, he just comes from a different place. I respect him. I, I enjoy his work tremendously. But at the end of the day, I'm not him. I'm not replacing Zach. I'm Griffin Castillo. I'm mm -hmm. a doctor, you know, who, who doesn't... I don't own casinos. You know, that's not my bag. <laughs> I come from, you know, I, I'm, I come from a place that I, I, I fix people. I cure the humans that, that come to me who are sick. And, and I'm passionate about that. And I'm very passionate about it. And that's just... We come from two different places. And I think the writers are doing very a very good job of making this 
this evolution of we'll see what happens with Kendall and Griffin, but I think they're doing a great job and there's some great stories to be told. No, that, I think that is important to know is that you're not a recast for Zach. It's a two totally different characters and two totally different stories. So I think that fans are getting that. I think that once the introduction was done, I think they've got it. And to prove that I think that they're enjoying your work, it's not quite a daytime Emmy, and I don't know if you know about this, but you have actually been voted by the fans at SoapCentral.com as the hottest male star. So oh, wow. I want to give you a chance to uh, maybe give a thank you or say what you need to to the fans who turned out and, and voted you the hottest I, male star. Wow, I am uh, flattered. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, hopefully that won't determine whether I'll take my shirt off more or not. <laughs> because then, then I can't enjoy cupcakes when I come home. Mm, uh, cupcakes, that it, sounds tasty. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I, I told my, my girlfriend, you know, I was dieting all week because I had to take my shirt off this week. And <laughs> once I finish, she, she, I come home and there's this whole, uh, tray of crumbs, cupcakes that I've been, uh, <laughs> indulging in for the past week. You know, taking little slabs here and there. Um, that's great. Listen, it's uh, I'm flattered. I think that you know it's one of the a tool that I have, and I, I you know I hope to that uh, not only use my looks, but I yes. hope that the talent will also you know who who knows what the future will bring. I'm I'm grateful for that, and I I do appreciate that. I have one quick question for you before I let you go. I'm wondering, since you sort of uh, hinted at it, is there any extra pressure associated with being viewed as the hunk or you know the guy who takes his shirt off? I mean, I I think I used to. I remember when I was in high school, uh, I some kid said to me, uh, "Jordy's not an actor; he's, he's like a model," and I took offense to that. Hmm. Um, I think I. I work really, I sometimes probably too hard on, you know, working on, on, you know, my acting or whatever. But, um, I think, listen, if it'll get me in a room and it'll let me, you know, tell a story easier, I, I'm grateful for it. Um, if, you know, if people can also appreciate, you know, a look, uh, you know, something as superficial as it looks. You know, listen, at the end of the day, I like to look at Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I love looking at her. I just saw this movie, Salt. I, I couldn't care for the movie. I, I think, could I look at her? Yeah, I could look at her. But if she wasn't as good as she was in that movie, and she probably had like 10 pages of dialogue, but the look probably lasted probably five minutes. But if she wasn't as good as she was in that movie, I couldn't have sat through the whole thing. So I think that both definitely have to work together at the end of the day because, you know, we're telling stories here and we want to affect the audience and we want them to root for us. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. And hopefully uh, our paths will cross, whether it be at the Emmys or uh, maybe yeah. out in Los Angeles or something Holler like that. Holler at me, Dan. Holler at me. Let me know. Uh, I'll definitely check out the site, and if I can, comment on, write a little note. Okay. And uh, holler at me on Twitter. I love the fans. I'm loving the love, and I'm enjoying the ride on all my children. That again, of course, was 2011 Dankies winner Jordi Villasuso from All My Children. And we'll be back with 
more Dankies winners on Soap Central Live's Dankies Winners Preview Special after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our special Dankies Winter Preview special here on Soap Central Live. Of course, in that last segment, you heard Jordi Villasuso, the All My Children winner of Hottest Male Star. And I'm sure a lot of you are wondering who won for some of the other soaps. Well, I'll let you know. For One Life to Live, it was Mark Lawson who plays Brody. And the other winners include James Scott from Days of Our Lives, Steve Burton from General Hospital, and from The Young and the Restless, Billy J. Miller. 
So there's some of your winners that you'll find out. Of course, the rest of the winners beginning Monday, March 7th on SoapCentral.com, and you'll have a chance to vote in the All Soaps ballot. Now, some of this year's Dankies winners were so excited by their wins that they didn't even wait for me to officially start our interview. That's exactly what happened when I was chatting with Carolyn Hennessy earlier in the week. As you'll hear in this next clip, she didn't even wait for General Hospital's publicist to get off the phone before demanding that she be introduced properly. Take a listen to this clip. Carolyn? Yeah. Dan? Hello? I believe, I believe, Mitch, that you need to refer to me now as Danky Winner. Yes, Carolyn, Carolyn Hennessy. Yes. yes. Four-time Danky's Winner, I may add. Ooh. Am I I'm a four-time Danky Winner? You are. Oh, I didn't even know that either. You know, i, I, I got to tell you something. Where, where was I? <laughs> Literally, where was I? Who? How, how do I not know this? Because I've got to tell you something, Dan. I've already put it on my resume. Well, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this is the next step. You know, accomplished uh, author and <laughs> actress and little Danky's winner there doesn't hurt. I don't think. Are you kidding me? I literally put it on my resume. I put it directly <laughs> underneath Emmy nominee. I have already put it on it. Now I'm not going to I'm not going to give this resume out until the they are actually announced. But it's there. <laughs> You know, if you're if you're being technical, Dankies does come alphabetically before Emmy, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm okay. just kidding. All right. I'm just saying. All right, while we're while we're talking, I'm gonna go and do a few revisions on the old. <laughs> well, let me do a, a a brief little introduction here for you, so we can get it sort of in the context, and then we'll we'll talk more about your impressive streak of of Danky's wins here, so let's <laughs> give this a shot. Our next, our next Danky's winner has won a SoapCentral.com award in each of the past four years. She's the author of the popular Pandora series of books and of the forthcoming The Secret Life of Damien Spinelli. And just in case you were wondering, she's also a trapeze artist. If you haven't figured it out, here's one last clue. She appears on General Hospital is Diane Miller. Of course, I'm talking about Carolyn Hennessy. Carolyn, congratulations on yet another Dankies win. Four in a row here. I have four in a row. I have to tell you, I, I, I mean, I, I, I have to be able to put a certificate up on the wall. <laughs> I've got to be able to, either that or a hood ornament on my car, something. I really have to, ha I, I'm, I'm floored. I am honored. I'm floored. It's going on the resume again. And, uh, you know, between that and the news that Charlie Sheen has joined Twitter, it's, it's been probably the best day of my life. <laughs> okay, so let's try to put this in perspective. Uh, you certainly are very active on Twitter, but on a scale from 1 to 10, Charlie Sheen being on Twitter, I mean, where do we put this? This is, this is big well, stuff. It, listen, listen, it's like, it's like when, you know, the volcano Krakatoa just sort of erupted. There's, there's, there are no words. There are. There are, there are no words. You can't, you can't. I, personally, I gotta tell you something. I think the man is brilliant. I think this is all so carefully orchestrated. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he's gonna be, he's gonna be hawking stuff on Twitter right and left. And I just, I think, I think the man in his poor, challenged, fevered brain, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I'm glad somebody knows what they're doing. And if it has to be Charlie Sheen to be the one who knows what they're doing, I, I say more power to him. <laughs> That's right. It could be worse. It could be. It could be. It could be worse. 
now you mentioned that he knows exactly what he's doing and that uh, he's probably chosen his words carefully. I want to give you an opportunity to choose your words carefully and to thank your fans who, let's just go down the list here. We have Outstanding Special Guest Star or Recurring Role winner for you in 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. and 2008. Now, don't for 2009, it wasn't a, a snub. In 2009, you were actually the winner of Outstanding Supporting Actress. So this is your chance to sort of speak to everybody out there who's listening and let them know what it means to you that they've voted for you four years in a row here. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it means because, because as I'm sure everybody knows, I am not yet and maybe never will be under contract to, to General Hospital. So the, the fact that I'm still on the canvas to the degree that I am comes, I believe, directly from the fans and their support of this character. And the fans are astute, they are shrewd, they are smart, they are loyal, and they are above all, I think, you know, loving. And they've, they've taken Diane to their hearts, they enjoy and validate the humor that I bring, which is, you know, still a very rare commodity in daytime drama, and it resonates with them. You know, they... I think that they still love the fact that I'm I'm what I refer to as the Greek chorus. I get to say <laughs> to so many characters on uh, I'm always bringing that mythology in. I'm always bringing it in. <laughs> I've noticed. Um, seriously, but 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 I get I get to say to so many characters on in Port Charles exactly what the audience is thinking, and I think that they appreciate that. They love it, and and you know. They know where Diane is coming from, so you know, God bless, God bless my people, God bless them, and and truly, truly, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, again, of course, four years, four awards. Uh, you know, is there something? 2012 will be here before you know it. Is there anything that you're shooting for for next year? Maybe uh, a stretch, outstanding lead actor. You mean in a, you mean aside from Brian Franz's job? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> um, aside from a from a, a just a, a sort of a general takeover of ABC. Actually, actually, like like I could do, like I could run that 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 corporation. No way. Um, well, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not lead actress? But but I'll tell you, I I must say. There's there's so much uh, gravitas and fun and and uh, you know adventure that I have in in the supporting actor role that I have the supporting actress role that I have. Um, listen, you know Laura has to cry a lot, and nobody in this business does it better than her, because it is honest, it's truthful, and it's always it's 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 just so so glorious to watch. But she's got to cry. A lot of the lead actresses have to cry a lot. And I enjoy thoroughly laughing. I love laughing. I love making people laugh. I love the wry arch comment. And I love supporting, uh, the major players. Because you do it with so it well. A, thank you. With it, with it comes, a, you know, a, there's a, there's a larger measure of freedom that I have. So, 
you know, but if someone said, hey, we're going to we're going to put you into the lead act, we're going to put you in a lead actress, uh, you know, role, we're going to we're going to expand your character. You would not see me saying no. There would there would not be any of that. I, I would I would love it. Although I got to tell you something. I love what I do. I love, love, love what I do. I have such an, an extraordinary appreciation, which I did not have. Four years ago, it wasn't. It wasn't that I had no appreciation. I simply was ignorant, hmm. and, and only because I ignorant of the work, the commitment, the the devotion that you have to have to this particular branch of the craft. And now that I've been, I've been, you know, toying around with it for the last uh, <laughs> for the last four years. My respect for the actors on daytime drama is is literally 150%. And I've always said, good acting is good acting. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're at Stratford-on-Avon. I don't care if you're shooting, you know, a, 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 a you know, Huggies commercial, which, by the way, I would also like to do. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, it, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just doesn't matter. Good acting is good acting, and I, and I see so much of it. I'm just blessed to see so much of it, so many hard workers uh, every single day. So I'll, I'll stay in supporting. I'll take lead, but I'll stay in supporting. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for taking a couple of minutes out of your day here to chat with us and, of course, to thank the fans. And hopefully maybe we can schedule something for the future uh, when the release of The Secret Life of Damien Spinelli comes out and, and do a little more in-depth interview about stuff. Anytime. I am at your beck. I serve at the pleasure of my king. Anytime. Anytime, my dear. You know, having an award named after you does have its privileges, so... Yeah, I, I, I can I can only imagine. Someday, someday I hope I hope to know that. But I gotta tell you something. I want something to put over, you know, put on the living room wall. Well, gotta tell you. I have I, the the winner of the Dankies get dun 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 the golden mouse. Dun, dun, dun. And a, don't a, a, don't it, where are my mice? Where are my mice? Well, don't dare uh, on my mice. I'll actually send you a link about a story about mice. Uh, it's a very weird pizza story. Don't ask. Um, but no, I have the. If we actually talked more than once a year, when it's not at the Emmys and you're and you're dressed to the nines, I would give you uh, the mice. But you know, I would look. I wouldn't get through airport security. I don't think if I had a suitcase full of mice. I must tell you, I am now very intrigued about the mouse. I am very intrigued about the mouse. That's all I'm going to say. And I I feel that it is my I feel that it is my due. To see my mouth. <laughs> well, it's here. I will take good care of it until next time we meet again. And again, thank you so much for talking to me today. <laughs> Anytime, my dear. My pleasure. I'm actually sitting here with Carolyn Hennessy's mouse. I am, as I promised her, taking good care of it. In that segment, of course, you heard her mention her castmate, Laura Wright, as being the best crier that she knows. Laura Wright actually is also a Danky winner this year. She was voted as Best Lead Actress by General Hospital fans. And we're going to have more of your Danky's winners, including a interview with Julie Berman and a caller after this break. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? Your 
voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. We have one more pre-recorded interview that I wanted to play for you. My next guest is no stranger to awards wins. She has two consecutive daytime Emmy wins in the Outstanding Younger Actress category. This year, she is pre-nominated for the first time in the Supporting Actress category. I'm pleased to say that she is now a Dankies winner in the Supporting Actress category. I'm talking about, of course, from General Hospital, Julie Berman, who plays Lulu Spencer. I had the opportunity to talk to her earlier today, and here's what she had to say about her Dankies win. Hi, Dan. This is Julie Berman. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, getting up so early and taking some time out to chat with me. No problem. I don't know how uh, 8 o'clock just seems so early in my head, but I guess it's not. No, it's, it's really not that bad. I feel like I, I feel like I'm wasting time if I sleep much longer than 8 a.m., so... It's, it's actually totally normal for me. All right. I'll believe you when you say that. So <laughs> I wanted to uh, talk to you today to let you know that you have been voted Outstanding Supporting Actress by the visitors to SoapCentral.com in our annual Dankies Awards. I, I, I heard that. I can't, I can't even believe that. It's, it's pretty crazy because... This is my first year in the supporting actress category, which is a little intimidating. Um, but um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is quite a welcome into the category, I must say. <laughs> no, that's actually it's good that you mentioned that because I wanted to ask from you, uh, having a pre-nomination. Congratulations for the daytime Emmys, of course. I wanted to find Thanks. out: is it? Uh, 
is it more difficult? Is there a different approach for you, knowing that you are a two-time Emmy winner in uh, Younger Actors? Is it a different approach for you now? Um, I have no, I mean, no, I guess not. I, I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing the first year in Younger Actors, and I don't feel like I ever really knew what I was doing. I think, you know, you, you, you try to do... You try to do good work every single day. You try to make yourself happy. So, you know, then then when it comes down to uh, finding something to submit, you hopefully have something that you're proud of. And and if it goes through, it goes through, and that's great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, that's that's my formula. I don't I don't know if there's a if there's a better way for different categories, but that's that's pretty much what I do. I've got to say, though, for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, you're doing pretty well. Uh, two Emmys, <laughs> another possible nomination coming down the pike here. It's, that's a yeah, good record. It's very, it's, it's a really, really very cool time. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised every single time myself that, that this, this is the way my life is going, and it's wonderful. So just briefly to look back at, a year that was some really amazing stuff. I know the last time that we talked, you had just filmed the uh, the big water flooding basement scenes. Uh, a lot has happened since then, of course. What are some of the the scenes or the moments from the past twelve months on General Hospital that you feel you're most proud of? Oh well, that's a very good question because um, I have been looking at some of my stuff, and, and a lot of my stuff was very supportive of uh, the character of Dante. So mm-hmm. a lot of my stuff revolved around his story. Um, the things that I felt uh, stood out the most were when he was shot mm-hmm. and uh, her reaction to Sonny and Jason and what they do and um, her trying to process that. Um, Lulu telling him that she had an abortion um, with her first and only pregnancy, and obviously Dante was born with, with uh, from a young mother who was single, mm-hmm. um, so she was afraid of that reaction. And also, even the the stuff that I've uh, done with uh, Becky Herbst, the all the Elizabeth and you know the Elizabeth affair with Nicholas and mm-hmm. and Lucky, and how that affected her and, and her family dynamic, I think was some some pretty cool stuff. So it's pretty much where I am. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff to for one character to go through in a year. <laughs> she, she's yeah, Lulu seems to be involved in in everybody's business. Um, you know, I, I I think that's that's definitely a character trait. But but it definitely serves Julie really really well when it comes time to uh, look for material. <laughs> After going through all of this stuff, do you just sort of kick back with a latte cupcake? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly exactly what I do. <laughs> that's what I thought. And just one last thing, too, for the folks out there who are listening, if you'd like to maybe speak to them directly to thank them for voting for you, it's a good opportunity for you. Well, of course, yeah. It's, um, this is incredibly special because the fans are why we get to do our jobs. So um, if they're happy with with my work, then then that's the most important thing to me, and, and I am deeply, truly touched. Well, perfect. Thank you so much for, again, for taking a couple of minutes out here. I hope that uh, you have a good weekend coming up here. Unless, uh, are you working today? 
I am. I am working okay. today. We, we're doing lots of very heavy-duty stuff, which I'm very, very excited about. So, um, so it'll be a, a very hard day of work, but it'll be perfect right before the weekend. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard you've been working hard for about the past week, so I know that fans will be wondering exactly what it is, and they'll be looking forward to checking it out in a, a bunch of weeks on air. Yes, it'll be great. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Julie Berman with her Dankies win. Now, before we run out of time, I wanted to bring on our Two Scoops columnist from Days of Our Lives, Larissa. Hi, Dan. On, hi. Uh, I wanted to get your comment on one category where there's a winner that's a little surprising. John Aniston is the supporting actor winner for Days of Our Lives. Yay! And that's a bit I, of a surprise. Oh, I love John Aniston, and I think it's really interesting that he has been, you know, kind of wiping the slate clean with all the other competition in previous years when it came to recurring and guest star. And this year, now that he's getting some really good material and kind of getting more screen time, viewers see him as a supporting actor, which he is, and he's great at it. And SoapCentral.com viewers are just the smartest people in the world because they voted him to be their best supporting actor. <laughs> Were there any other surprises? We have about 30 seconds or so. Any other uh, winners in the days section that were surprises to you? Yes, and I was going to ask you to check on something because I was looking through and I didn't know if this is true or not. But with having the fabulous uh, little twins who played Johnny DeMera winning for Younger Actor, those actors this past year were five years old, and I was wondering, is it a possibility that they are the youngest Dankies winners? They are. They are they the youngest. Are. and I. I think they're the first twins to ever win a Danky. Wow. So but that's the, golden... kind of neat. the Days of Our Lives has John Aniston is representing this older generation and this kind of, you know, uh, powerhouse, you know, old-fashioned soap guy. And then we also have the youngest Dankies winners in history on Days of Our Lives. So Unfortunately, can... I don't think I'm going to be able to give them their Danky. I don't know that it's safe for children. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you can put it in a trust forum because I'm sure that's what Grandpa Stefano does. And then when, when they are of age to take over the Demera Empire, they can also have their Danky. I think we'll have to do that. I want to thank you for calling in with such short notice here, Larissa. You're welcome. Anytime. And that just about brings us to the end of this special Dankies edition of Soap Central Live. Remember, the complete list of winners for each soap will be unveiled on Monday, March 7th at SoapCentral.com. And you'll also have the opportunity to help select the best of the best in the All Soaps edition of the Dankies. So don't forget to vote. I'd like to thank my guests this week, Jordi Villasuso, Carolyn Hennessy, and Julie Berman for taking time out to talk to me. All My Children in General Hospital both air weekdays on ABC, and if you miss an episode, don't forget to check out full-length episodes on ABC.com. And of course, so speaking of missed episodes, if you missed any part of today's episode or just want to hear the show again, head on over to SoapCentral.com radio for all sorts of listening options for this and every other edition of Soap Central Live. Next week, Jackie Zeman returns to the show, and she and I will be celebrating our birthdays with something new. We're opening up the phone lines to help you, the listeners. Do you need advice on a relationship issue or something that's going on at work, or maybe just a question about your kids or your pets? Well, call on in, and Jackie and I will do our best to help you tackle your problems. Plus, my mom returns to the show, and she'll probably be sharing way too much information about me. All that and cake. So be sure to join me next week for another edition of Soap Central Live.
Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.